And top of the morning and wonderful day to all you wonderful listeners here on the beautiful Oregon coast. And if you've never been to the Oregon coast or you've been here all your life, you're about ready to hear something that will make a fantastic difference in your life. And we're streaming on live, incidentally, across the country, around the world at bossfmradio.net. I'm Mark Courtney, your host, and my program is write about the things that you need to know, whether you live on the Oregon coast or not. I talk about the secrets to happiness and good health in today's world. And we're live here at the KPPT Boss FM radio studios. And also the, this is the home of La Grande 1230 AM radio. Uh, bienvenidos and buenas ideas as we move forward into uh, uh, the world of happiness and good health in this world and our program this morning is is going to be a unique experience so uh, pay attention if you're driving and if you're home uh, just uh, tune up the volume a little bit more because I know you do not want to listen or miss (laughs) you you want to listen and you don't want to miss hidden messages from nature uh, and I'm not talking about bird calls, and I'm not necessarily talking about the sound of the wind. I have as my guest today Bruce Rawls, who has sought the rhyme and reason of life's mysteries, both seen and unseen, from an early age. And before I say hi to Bruce, I just wanted you to know he, this is a person who's worked as a hardware and software engineer for nearly two decades after returning to UC Davis to finish an electrical engineering degree. Uh, he's, he's had a stint as an adult education instructor, printed circuit board designer, and TV repairman, among other things. Now, his enthusiasm is is for sacred geometry. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it right. Sacred geometry, which ultimately developed into a book by a very similar name, Sacred Geometry Design Sourcebook. And it's found its way in many diverse locations around the planet since 1997. His website, incidentally, is geometrycode.com geometrycode, all one word, dot com, and it contains generous excerpts of both text and imagery from the book. Welcome, Bruce. How are you today? Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you having me on your show. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm, I'm fine, trying to find my voice today. I have my voice, but the syntax of my sentences are, are struggling. But the, your book, uh, Sacred Geometry, sounds very, very fascinating. And please share a little bit more about the title and about what that what that term means. Sure, sure. Uh, sacred geometry is something that I kind of got into in uh, high school. Um, my mother actually uh, got two books for me. Um, one was Secrets of the Great Pyramid by Peter Tompkins. And in that, there was a whole chapter devoted to this mystical proportion, if you will, called the Golden Ratio. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. It's encoded in the actual architecture of the Great Pyramid in that if you take uh, this four-sided pyramid, which is kind of the the oldest and last of the seven wonders of the world, uh, and on the Giza Plateau, which I visited uh, just about 25 years ago, actually. That's the, the Great Pyramid. A.K.A. the Great Pyramid, also oh, okay. known as Cheops or Khufu, and, and kind of like uh, if you were to be uh, you know a president and put your graffiti on the White House and call it the 
the Bush House or the Obama House or the Trump House, you know, it would be kind of a misnomer. You know, it's, it's, it's probably been around a little longer than that. Anyway, uh, I finally got to go inside the structure uh, a quarter of a century ago, just wow. about, and an amazing place. Um, anyway, but it, that that fascinated me, and, and uh, because of one of many aspects of this amazing structure was the fact that this proportion that was revered by the likes of Da Vinci and Plato and Pythagoras and and more modern ar- artists and architects, uh, the the United Nations building, for example, is three golden rectangles stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Parthenon in, at the, you know, the Acropolis in, in in Athens, Greece, is the face of it is what's called a golden rectangle. So you might ask, well, what's a golden rectangle? Well, it's a, a rectangle that has a proportion of one to the golden ratio. Well, so what is this? Tell me about so this then, golden <laughs> ratio because I've heard about it. <laughs> okay, Others okay. have, and, it, and yet it's kind of mysterious. What's going well, on? Well, it's actually, it, it, that, I think that the mystery of, of nature hidden in plain sight is that it's everywhere you look uh, once you start looking for it. Um, we can talk about the places that it shows up in nature, everywhere from pine cones to hurricane spirals to to the, uh, the, the chambered nautilus shell to uh, the, the proportion of of uh, uh, the the spacing of leaves uh, as they grow around that that they actually um, grow in a golden angle relationship, oh, uh, but the proportion itself is actually really simple. If you take a five pointed star and and divide all the little segments that make it up, each one is the proportion of the smaller to the larger is the golden ratio proportions. Mm. So the way you get that uh, in mathematic terms is you take a line, and you divide it in such a way that the large portion relative to the small portion has the same exact proportion as the whole to the large portion. Interesting. And that, 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 that sounds pretty simple, but, yeah. that, but that actually what that turns out to be is uh, a quadratic equation, if anybody remembers that. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you I do. From your algebra class. Uh-huh. And if you solve that, which is 1 plus phi, which is the Greek limb, uh, symbol phi or phi, uh, equals phi squared. And that's, that's basically how it turns out. Is that like a hidden coded message well, from nature? Well, I think it's kind of, kind of mystical in a sort of interesting mathematic symbolic way in that um, if you take unity or the oneness of all things, which to me is like, a, you know, the ultimate mystical idea, mm-hmm. uh, and then try to relate to how this world connects to itself, how it through our mind, right? Um, if you take one plus the golden ratio, in other words, integrating this proportion that represents interconnectedness, mm-hmm. and then you add those together, you get that proportion raised to another dimension, if you will, sort of metaphorically, uh, which is the, the golden ratio squared. So if you if you do the math, and it's not t- too difficult to do. Turn, turn the crank, so to speak, on that old quadratic formula from your high school algebra class, uh, you discover that uh, you get 1 plus the square root of 5 over 2. And that sounds, well, that's kind of cool. Okay, so what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, so what's the big deal about that? Right? That's right. Right. So, so what you get from that is about 1.618. And then it goes on to 1.618033988874. It's an infinite uh, series of digits. It's an irrational number. Um, what's, the, what's the significance of that for us lay people? Exactly. That's what I'm getting to. Okay. So thanks for your patience. Okay. I'm reeling you in, Bruce. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, so what that actually means is that this is a number that relates to 
a, a, a fractality or an interconnectedness because it basically says that the small and the large are related in the same way that the large and the whole are related. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that, and that applies to not only lines, as you have in, in any five-pointed star that's, that's a you know, regular uh, pentagram, as they call it, uh, and it, which, of course, interestingly enough, is the shape of every edible fruit has a flower that's a pentagonal or pentagram uh, flower. So, so there it occurs in nature. Um, and, and it turns out that that proportion also has its roots in other natural phenomena, such as, for example, you can look at the breeding population of rabbits. Mm. And you discover that you uh, start with one pair and then the honeybee, honeybee population, same kind of thing. You start with one pair and, and then the, uh, the sequence becomes such that, that for each generation, you add the previous two to get the, uh, you know, the previous generation to get to the next one. So one plus one becomes two, one plus two becomes three, two plus three becomes five when you add them together. And this becomes known, what's known as the Fibonacci series. And the Fibonacci series shows up all kinds of places, including even, get this, um, the, the physics of black holes oh. has the golden ratio in, in, in a couple of formulas that are recently discovered. Okay, let me stop you, let me stop you for a minute. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, so I'm, from I'm the thinking. very small to very large, it, yeah, it shows very, up all kinds of places. So can yeah. we use this to make money in the stock market? Because I heard you use the word Fibonacci, and I know that has something to do with... There are people who have done that. That hasn't been uh, an interest of mine uh, specifically, although I don't know why not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but apparently, you know, there are people who have figured out that there are cycles that, that have golden ratio uh, rhythms to them and oh, have used okay. that to, to work with the stock market. Can, yeah. can we relate this to some aspect of our, of our life in the real world? Because what's interesting, and I want to just say this, Bruce, is that to me you're describing the real world. This is the code. The in, this is the little subatomic parts of, of the real world. Right. How does this re- uh, maybe relate to relationships, community, society? I think it relates in a very wonderful way because the principle of interconnectedness, that every time you pick up an apple um, and you see that five-pointed flower blossom there and you you cut open an apple and you see the same symmetry, Um, same thing with pineapples, same thing with, with, uh, you know, looking at uh, the the shape of your fingers. I mean, there are symbols all around us. They're, they're really not hidden, but they're really hidden in plain sight. But they're reminders, if we're willing to look with that mindset, yes. that everything is interconnected, yeah. that we can't exist uh, independently. Uh, I mean, just try putting yourself in a box with, with no windows and doors and no source of outside air for very long, and you discover that, you know... The no man is an island <laughs> principle is really fairly true. You know, we can we can certainly, you know, do what we can to be self-sufficient, but ultimately, we require everything else in the universe for our our existence. And that sort of inspires us, doesn't it, to celebrate our interconnectedness with with others? Absolutely, and also Absolutely. To, also to strengthen the the link. Uh, between ourselves and others, exactly. which is a relationship building thing. Exactly, and I ah. think there there you're into the 
the mother load of, of the idea nice. <laughs> that, that the sacred geometry represents. And I think the sacred geometry is, is a term that has become popular over the last few decades. Uh, and, and actually, the, the person that I heard that term from was uh, a fellow named Greg Braden, who's done a number of interesting uh, I've read one of his books. Books, as well as uh, actually uh, 25 years ago, which is what I was alluding to earlier, we went with Greg to Egypt. Oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah, That's and, and so we went on a tour huh. up the Nile and, and saw the Ptolemaic temples and all the hieroglyphs. And then uh, toward the end of that trip, after going up Mount Sinai, we had uh, an afternoon in the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a pretty magical trip. So one of the things that, you know, that... Uh, Cross my path in terms of this whole study was a rekindling of interest in, in the divine proportion, the sacred uh, cut, the golden ratio, all those kind of terms, and, and all the things that connected to it uh, that became known as the subject of sacred geometry. Okay. And, and Greg basically uh, studied with another fellow named Drimvalo Melchizedek, who has a, a, a body of work known as the Flower of Life, and really fascinating stuff. Mm. And both Greg and Drimvalo's work is very interesting. Um, and it just touches on all kinds of things. But it all leads back to this awareness that there's something in every one of us that is interconnected. And I think that's where the sacred and sacred geometry comes from, yeah. in that um, the, the sacredness is that we all have that same essence. We all have that same interconnectedness. Mm. And if we can remember that, as challenging as that is sometimes when we want to make big deals out of differences. Uh, is that why it's important to stay in the present moment? I think that's hugely important, yeah. Yeah, and stay in the present moment with an awareness that we have the support of the universe to to be kind to 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 share things uh, that we're inspired to share that that relate to looking at the contents of our mind and seeing that we're all in it together. Mm. You know, everybody's fighting a tough battle, as, as uh, was Epictetus, the Greek philosopher, said. Yes. Uh, and and so, if we can remember that and be compassionate yes. when we when we're quick to uh, condemn or judge or criticize. And realize, well, you know, we're all doing the same journey through life here. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if we're all interconnected, if, and even modern physics uh, gives us a tremendous insights into this and, and suggests true. that you know, we're, we're actually you know, living in a hologram. And, and biologically, we perceive ourselves uh, because of the way our, our bodies are wired. We, we think this is the real deal. But what if, as modern physics suggests, is there's just one thing. And we've carved out little pieces that we call individual identities. Hold that thought for just a minute. Hold that thought. <laughs> okay. Those that the word individual identity. And before we go there, I just wanted to welcome our listeners who just tuned in and uh, tell them they're listening to the voice of Mark Courtney, who is uh, here every week to bring you the secrets of happiness and good health in today's world. Today we're, we're with Bruce Rawls, who spells his last name R A W L E S. And he is a fascinating person, uh, mathematician, uh, scientist, uh, actually even someone who gets into the sacred. And that's the what we're talking about here. And uh, I, I, I thought, too, that we could use this moment to introduce another of your books, if I understand it right. It's called The Geometry Code. And this is, listen to this, listeners, it's, it's It says, universal symbolic mirrors of natural laws within us. And I noticed that the the 
the kind of subtitle was, and this got my curiosity, Friendly Reminders of Inclusion to Forgive the Dreamer of Separation. What does that mean, Well, I Bruce? think I think we were just talking about it ties okay. into it beautifully, because in, in a lot of uh, ways, I think modern physics is pointing at, maybe not specifically suggesting exactly this, but, but certainly leading us in that direction, is that if there's just one thing uh, that is, is, appears as many forms, um, and certainly ancient mysticism and, and a lot of modern uh, philosophical ideas point in that direction. That's true. Um, then maybe the way to undo all of our suffering and misery, which kind of made sort of an Eastern concept, mm-hmm. would be, which is very pragmatic, right? Right, very pragmatic. <laughs> would be to recognize that if we can let go of the belief in differences, the belief in separation, that modern physics, ancient mysticism, certainly a lot of modern philosophical systems that, that are reminding us of that suggest, then uh, we can actually lead healthier, happier lives in this world. That's that's so encouraging. <laughs> Sounds like a, it could be a title for a radio show. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, speaking of that, uh, this program, which is titled uh, Hidden Messages from Nature with Bruce Rawls, is archived uh, at bossfmradio.net. If you go to that uh, anytime, look in the left-hand column and look for my name, Mark Courtney, and Finding Happiness and Good Health, and boom, click on it and... This program will be there for you to listen to because this is the kind of information that kind of helps to and uh, to replay and to revisit. Now, um, what you had to say made me think of our mutual friend, Dr. Dean Schrock, who's having a workshop this Sunday, September 17th at 1 o'clock at Samaritan Center for Health Education on Southwest 9th Street there in Newport. And I will be there. I'm looking forward to Are you going to be there? I'm not sure if I will. Okay, well, I, I will be there. So if you want to meet Mark Courtney, he'll be at Dr. Dean Schrock's uh, uh, workshop this Sunday, September 17th from 1 to 5 p.m. Now, he he talks about in this workshop, Meet Your Spirit Guide. Um, does that correlate at all with it what you It does. What it does a lot. About? I think because I think if, if we think of the, the idea that we all have guidance, yes. there's always an awareness of something bigger than ourselves, Yes, something more inclusive. Uh, and that's why I put, you know, in the sub, the long subtitle to that second <laughs> book, you know, the friendly reminders of inclusion to forgive the dreamer of separation. I think that's really important because who's the dreamer of separation? Well, I think we all are. I okay. think we all are dreaming that we have these these little individual battles and lives that that seem so important. And and sure, we need to attend to those. But at the same time, I think we can sort of chew gum and walk. We can multitask do the things we need to do in the world while at the same time developing a mindfulness or an awareness that just maybe our identity is bigger than just the little self that we confine our awareness to most of the time. That's a fact. And I think the inter- in principle of interconnectedness ties into that really beautifully because if we recognize that we're, we're not just little isolated things, you know, ha- bouncing around at random in the cosmos, we're actually part of a fabric or a network of, of energy and light and, and certainly mind 
that, that thoughts are connected, minds are connected, that we're all, you know, there, there's the old cliche, you can't pluck a flower without troubling a star. Mm. Um, and I think that's literally true. And, and I, I touched on modern physics a moment ago, and there's lots of things we, we could go into that on. But one example of that is um, what's called quantum entanglement, mm. that if you take two electrons of a pair, uh, the reason this kind of is interesting of me, uh, for me, I, I grew up in Livermore, California. My dad was a, a, a supervisor on a cyclotron, so I got to, you know, eat, sleep, and breathe physics just by, from living in that community growing up. So I kind of wanted to, well, what's the metaphysics behind all this, you know, the physics? Well, there's, I think, a metaphysical principle that that's, is suggested by quantum entanglement in that if you take two electrons in a pair and separate them arbitrarily far, the spin axis of one will match the spin axis of its partner, not at the speed of light or 100 times the speed of light, but instantaneously. My goodness. Wow. So that kind of calls into question our notions of space, right. uh, certainly. And if space-time is one thing, as Einstein suggested, it's not just, not just a there's space and then there's time and, oh, well, maybe there's a connection. There. Well, no, they're, they're intimately related. So the whole f- fabric of space-time becomes a sort of a holographic uh, surreal thing from that perspective. It doesn't mean that we don't do all our normal activities and 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 you know show up for our responsibilities in the world. If anything, it just gives us more uh, faculties and more resources with which to address those mm. by looking at the idea that if we're all interconnected, we have the availability, as Dean's workshops title suggests, a guidance system that we all have. We don't necessarily use uh, to a, the greatest effectiveness very often, but we can, with practice, learn to do that by tapping into a feeling of, of peace and kindness and, and looking at what the opposite is without condemnation. Okay, I'm going to ask you to pause there for just a minute, Bruce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because this is part of the hidden message from nature. Exactly. This is exactly. part of the hidden communication, that uh, hidden because it's not apparent to our five senses necessarily. Correct. So you said tune into, you know, we need to be able to tune into the, the, the these messages right. that awaken us to who we really are, that we're more powerful than we realize. How do we tune into them? I think just by looking at all the things that come up in our everyday lives mm. and asking ourselves, what teacher, so to speak, what guide, if you will, am I listening to? And it kind of distills down to we, we have the guide of inclusion, and then we have the guide of what's in it for me, you know, at the expense of others. And I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, our world is rife and rampant with, with examples of the what's in it for me paradigm. And, mm-hmm. and I think we've all seen that not only in the world, but in ourselves and it's not that fun. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of ask yourself, how's that working out for you? And if, if, let's let's say our inner guide just gently, patiently is asking that. Is that, that, is that why it's important to be careful what we place our attention on? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But it's it's not it's not in a, in a kind of a panicky you know self conscious way, but just to just to kind of notice what's going through your mind and when those thoughts of of antagonism and condemnation and and just needless um, you know criticism arise that are unfounded just just ask yourself well you know imagine your inner guide asking that you know mm. how's that working out for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know and if you can just kind of develop a sense of humor about you know when you see that coming up in your own mind you say 
oh, wow, well, that's not working out so well. Maybe I could try the alternative, you know, the real alternative, which is the inclusive one, which I think we all have, and sometimes we forget mm. that we have that. I, I, you know, I think it's helpful to look at examples of people coming together. For example, in the recent uh, hurricane uh, scenarios, you, the news was filled not only with, with challenging stories, but also people coming together. Uh, those kind of stories that brings that out sometimes the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's the recognition that you know petty differences really don't make any difference when it comes right down to it. If we really are willing to look uh, beyond what appear to be superficial differences and see that we're all really wanting the same thing, we all want a peace that is unshakable. We That's P E A C E, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we want we want to find the truth within ourselves and 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 be aware of that. And share that, and I think that's I think that's why we're all here. Maybe we're not consciously aware of that all the time, but but if we can remember that that message is in our nature, and it, it appears to be hidden only because we hid it from ourselves. <laughs> all right, so and so nature finds a way to wake us up. And I, I think so. I know we're running out of time quickly. Whenever these fascinating topics and sh- programs come up, uh, it's. It, one of the hidden messages from nature is have Bruce on the station again. Have him as your <laughs> guest again. So we're going to work in that direction. Between your voice and your your wisdom and your loving nature, Bruce, uh, it's it's a must. Um, just can you just just as a quick introduction, why is a course on miracles one of your favorite books? It is because I think it touches on uh, the inner guide that we all have. The, the, the awareness that we really can look at our minds lovingly and kindly, watch what uh, A Course in Miracles calls ego, which is basically the what's in it for me, you know, no good Nick, if you will. Yeah, thinking. selfish. And, yeah, just just look at that and just say, you know, that isn't working so well. You don't have to condemn it. You don't have to, you know, launch any nuclear attack on it or anything. You just have to watch it. And, and eventually, if we see that that doesn't work, in a very objective way, we'll stop feeding it. We'll stop giving it energy. And I think that is hugely helpful. And and one of the ways we can do that is to look at how we really are all interconnected, mm-hmm. how we're all, the shared interests that we have bring us closer together and give us an opportunity to see that, that trying to do things in an adversarial way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ultimately is just a way to keep ourselves in a state of misery. Whereas if we can look at the the ways that we can reach across what appears to be the space and time that seems to divide us and recognize that, that our hearts are touching all the time, uh, is another geometric symbol the Vesica Pisces symbolizes, uh, two circles that inter, inter, intertwine. Uh, their hearts touch each other, uh, so to speak. Uh, this can be all the metaphors that we want to find are all around us, nice. and 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 every instant really becomes an opportunity to look at the contents of our mind to choose again, and that's, that's another phrase from A Course in Miracles. Well, thank you, yeah. Bruce. You, you've done a, a terrific uh, work here in helping us to want to wake up and to pay attention and to listen to that and and uh, to focus on interconnectedness and choose cooperation rather than. Uh, uh, a conflict. So we will have you back, and I'm really looking forward to picking up where we left off. Next week, my guest is going to be Dr. Carolyn Ellis, who's going to talk about managing trauma and PTSD. 
post-traumatic stress disorder, so we can have healthier sleep. So that'll be coming on next week. I'm Mark Courtney. I want to thank you for listening today. If you have any questions or comment for me or Bruce, uh, email us at happytalk1888 at gmail.com. That's happytalk1888 at gmail.com. And you can learn more about Bruce's work by going to his site, geometrycode.com. My wish for you is that you realize how much you are loved, appreciated, and interconnected. Your life is priceless, and you're an essential member of the community of life on planet Earth. Consider the hidden messages from nature that Bruce shared with us today, and be curious and trust in the unfolding of your life one moment at a time. My wish for you is that happiness will pursue you, and good health and peace will be your constant companions. So I'll see you next Thursday morning at 8.30, and stay tuned now for Living Healthy Lincoln with the Lincoln County Health Department. See you later.